Welcome to the Vulnerable Series Podcast. My name is Timothy Mugenyi and I'm joined by my wife, Rachel Mugenyi. And together, we are going to take you on a journey of our life and love story. We are the founders of Joyful Home, a family coaching and education platform. Follow us on Instagram at the real underscore Joyful Home and on Facebook as Joyful Home. Bi-weekly, we the Mugenyes will share a new episode of the Vulnerable Series Podcast. So come along with us as we share our story. Today we continue to talk about singlehood and we will touch on or focus on the aspect of maximizing singlehood. Ah, you're so excited. I know, these are memories. Of singlehood? Mm. (laughs) Anyway, singlehood is a time, it's really a precious time, extremely, I don't know, I cannot stress this enough that I've been on one side and now I'm on the other side and I just want people to know that it's quite a serious time. So, how did you make the most of singlehood before I permanently ended it for you? But though you say the word permanently. Permanently. Oh, wow. Call it till death ended it for you. Death? Yeah, the vows. Oh. <laughs> anyway, but jokes aside, how did you, how did you maximize your singlehood? Um, as I look back and remember, I think my singlehood, like I shared in the past episode, was really about my relationship with God. Um, I talked about the Bible study program that I was doing, which I completed. And quite frankly, like when I look back, um, aside from accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior, this Bible study program, it's like one of the best things that has happened to me and I would highly, highly recommend it. Anyway, that aside, you asked me... How you maximize oh, I also excelled, you know, I excelled in school, in uni, and this actually, God used this to open amazing doors for me that I would, I don't think I would have had had I not excelled. You know, using this time to serve. I remember I was in Sunday school and he used to come by to watch me teach, mm. teach the children. It looks like I, you had some plans. Yeah, I had plans mm. of learning how to be a good parent. Oh, wow. Start really? Early. <laughs> Train a child in the way they must go. So I was training myself for the future. No comment. Anyway, I, I, I also got to discover myself. Like, I don't think anyone can tell me otherwise and I believe them because... I cherish this time so much and I learned a lot. I think so I think the key point for me here, what's really important that I want to, you know, share with everyone is God. Everything starts with your relationship with God and fully discovering your identity only and only in Him. After this, other things can come. You know, that's when you can power out from the cup that you're receiving from. You're able to give, you're able to be present. And yeah really i guess that's it for me mm. how about you what did you do in your singlehood how did you maximize actually that's a question uh, before maximizing yeah. it was a special time let me let me start off with saying You're that even shy now. but anyway i sailed through singlehood let me just say that um did i maximize what it? is sailing yes. like i i survived singlehood <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. I don't know, I passed through the whole season, but one of the things I liked about being single and that period of singlehood in particular, excluding the dating and the situationships, was the fact that I was able to grow my relationship with God 
and go through some things I needed to go through alone and not with someone else. Like for example, discovering myself and some of the things that I love doing, some of the things I would want to do. Um, all of those things were possible in that time of singlehood. And it would actually be a stress factor, for lack of a better word, if let's say I was to go through singlehood with someone else. I mean, not singlehood, be in a relationship at that time. And I'm trying to discover all these things about myself and probably uh, build my relationship with God and all of that. While in a relationship. While in a relationship. Mm. So it doesn't mean that you can't build a relationship with God while in a relationship with someone. It's just that uh, the experience is different because mm. it's not like I'm, like I'm going for an overnight then I'm chatting with someone. So what are you doing? What are you wearing? So really? Overnight chat, what are you wearing? <laughs> Repent. Uh, yes. Blood but Jesus. So you mean now people who mm. are married can't still have that relationship? No, they can't still have that relationship and mm. be able to build it. But singlehood is a time where you... Like for lack of a better word, it's a chance for you to put in, if let's say marriage is a journey or a a vacation, what you pack is what you put in there when you're single. Like some of the values that you grow, some of the things that you develop, some of the things you discover about yourself. I got your deep today. You know. (laughs) Should I make my voice deep? No, please. No, please. Okay, so... uh, But by the way, you talked about situationships and you're going to confuse us. Last... Last but, time. But can I finish this point that Any, I'm okay, on? Fine. Yeah. But what I would like to say, the most important thing about maximizing singlehood that I saw, that I also value, is the relationships that you build with people and those relationships that you build that, not like the dating relationships, but the friendship relationships, the networks that you develop and things like that. Yeah. Are also things that are valuable when you're single. You get to actually experience something that's totally different. I don't know if I could say that. But, um... No, yeah. no, no. Now back to the point. Back to the <laughs> point where you left us last time. There's no dodging. You, I, this drifting, we shan't allow it. I tried to elude you when no, you no, asked. No, when you asked no. just a few seconds you, you ago the question. It. I yeah, really yeah. You. Okay, I, let's let's talk about it. Let's yeah, confront you, it. Exactly. What do you want I to also know want about to my know. wife? I uh-huh. also... <laughs> Tell me. No, about... Was I the Kokomodo? You were You told not, exactly. you are better. Oh, wow. So anyway, tell us. Fire tell us. Te- wow, really? Mm. On yes, the podcast? Yes, yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. Tell us about this Kokomodo. Okay. Mm. So it was a long time ago. I was a young man who happened to meet someone. I think that was my first serious crash ever. <laughs> After some Muzungu babe called Georgine with green eyes. That one was like S to S, like P1, P2. No comment. But now this No one. comment, guys. Mm. Mm. And so when I met this babe, and she was really nice. We were friends, and we would talk and all, and I liked her. And you know when you're young... What did you like about her? Um, It was a crush. You don't really know. You just... Someone looks nice. Uh, they're on a billboard. Uh. No, I think it was... It was the, fa- the person that they were. Their personality and all. That's the thing that I liked. It's not necessarily whether they looked how or what or the other. But I remember at a point in time in our friendship, um, she got a model gig and appeared on a Coca-Cola billboard for a period of time. So like billboards, school canteens, things like that. There were many posters. And I was like, eh. You were into that. I was, I was into, <laughs> no, I was not into that. <laughs> That's a funny one. So like she might even listen to this. But it was an interesting feeling. Um, and so a number of my friends, mutual friends between us, kept on trying to say, Hey man, Timo, 
do something, ask her out, what, what, what. And it it was like that unplanned pressure. Oh, mm. okay. Where people are like, you two look nice together. Yeah. What, what, what. Mm. And, and they eh. fit things into your mind. Yeah. Mm. And okay. I remember Vanange. One of the things I did, and I even look back, but I'm like, ah, those are things I put in my singlehood suitcase. <laughs> no, really? Suitcase. Did you bring it to the marriage? I'm going to tell you. Okay, okay. <laughs> you're getting a maid. Um, no, you said you brought it into the suitcase. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, not like that. I just want to understand. Okay, hey. fine. But uh, I remember one time I even wrote a letter and I put, I poured out my heart, oh, my yep. emotions, my feelings, and alas, no response. Oh. Hey, it was, it was and a you're sure the letter season. was received? Oh, properly sure. So how how did you have conversations with her after that? Mm, a little awkward for a start. But you're sure she got it and she read it? I can't believe it. This is real vulnerable. Yes. How did that make you feel? I'll give you her number and you call her. No thanks. I'm very <laughs> fine. <laughs> uh, but anyway, one of the things that I remember reading recently that made me laugh when I look back at it. You know how people say these things like how love songs can be? How can I breathe without No, you? I don't know that love song. Okay, you don't know that love song? Mm. Let's move on. Anyway, you said anyway, love songs. yeah. But how in love songs people say I can't live life without you? Uh-huh, You're my songs. heir. Can't breathe without you. No, I just don't know that one. Just use, okay, you know. Okay, yeah. Okay, Kali. How people say you are my oxygen. Yeah, I can't I breathe will without you. I will love that. you until this and what. Okay. I would. I can't survive without you. Yeah. Man, look around. All the people you told that are still alive and also you are still alive. <laughs> so, what were you wasting So, what do they say? What do they mean when they say that? No, people don't realize, but it's serious puppy love. <laughs> Wow, really, really? (laughs) Anyway, but seeing as you have some experience here, um, especially for someone who has been in relationships, in situationships, how can they take time off? Because you're saying that, you know, you eventually got to build your relationship with God and build that that foundation with other people and, and you appreciate that time. So how does someone move away from, you know, that, that situationship or that relationship and, and start to reflect um, on their relationship with God, should I say? Um, sometimes these people probably feel they've made mistakes, unforgivable mistakes. They have so much regret in, you know, their past relationships and probably the things that they did and the things that they're dealing with or the consequences of those relationships. And I don't know how to say it, but like sort of feel like worthless, sort of feel like I don't think I can come out of this. I don't think this is for me. Maybe let me just get into another relationship or so how does someone take a step back from that and then choose to start with the foundational ground that we're saying, which is really God? Mm. That's a that's a very deep question. I asked it like you're reading a chapter, but it was a long question. No, I have But to. I got yeah. your point. Mm. I got your point. Um, if let's if I'm if I'm to summarize it to make sure I've got it well, it's like how can a person who has been in a relationship or situationship uh, accept or get into a state of singlehood and build and develop it? Is that what you're asking? Yes, but like. Um, with the right foundation because right someone can get out of that and then just Jump build it yeah or I you know get you. get in a more messed up place yeah I get you well one of the ways someone can do that is to take a moment and pause and really understand why do I want to enter a relationship like I look back at that that Kokomodo situation mm-hmm. and I'm like okay 
Now, if I had gotten into a relationship, mm-hmm. what would have happened? Puppy love, Nandi. Puppy love. <laughs> Where would it have gone? You're still in high school. High school. Wait, this was high school? I even thought this was like... Okay. You thought it was like... It's university. okay. Continue with the wisdom. Uh, I can see you giving me an eye. After no. this podcast, <laughs> you're going to fire me more questions. Uh, this podcast has got no, problems. No, you're safe. You're but, safe. Mm. Um, what, what, what a person needs to do is really ask themselves, why am I getting into a relationship? Why am I choosing to date at this time? Why am I choosing to take this decision? Why am I choosing to go down this path? What if they don't have answers? Then they need to pause and reflect and find those answers. Because if you don't have a reason for doing something, then why are you doing it all the, all the same? What if my reason is to feel loved? What if your reason is to feel loved? Then there you need to try and understand that you, you need to try and build or gain your confidence and relationship with God. And also try and love yourself. Because if you're looking for someone else to love you, everyone will love you the way they want. But will you ever love yourself? Will they ever love you the way you want to be loved? It's only a single person who really understands what makes them truly happy, what yeah, they enjoy. That's true. What they what they value, what they appreciate. True. And they don't get their validation from elsewhere. And they don't elsewhere. get their validation from elsewhere. I get that because so I now, was there. So now when you when you are single, you get that opportunity to discover that. So that when you get into a relationship, you're not lied to or convinced or confused by someone else defining who you are. Mm. I hope you get to understand. And then the other, also the other thing is also to be able to understand that the cycle of dating or cycle of relationships becomes a painful one after a while. Um, Expound. Okay. So you oh, jump like... from one relationship to mm. another, to another, to another. By the time it's, let's say, uh, your wedding day or something oh, like that, okay. you will look back and realize, Kale, I have dated 36 people. Was it worth it? Was it worth it? What did it help? Mm. And um, you could actually have more baggage. You can come with some emotional baggage. For some people, they have a child out of wedlock yeah. that comes into a place. And then, not that the child is not loved, but they wish they did not have the child because it makes their relationship more complicated. Mm and things like that but I, I don't know if I've answered but one of the most important things is to take a time to pause first look at your time when you're single are you content in your singlehood or are you there saying I'm, I must get into another relationship searching I am for something manange, I have to move <laughs> that type of feeling yeah. and that type of feeling is a dangerous feeling especially if you do not know what you're doing because if you do not know anything someone else will decide for you enter a relationship someone will decide what you love someone else will decide how you want to be loved someone else will decide what you want to do for fun how you should look how you should how you should look not entirely I but mean if someone says some people, I like yeah. you when you mm. dress like this and you don't I get like you. it okay that's, but that's really but think of it is a time of great discovery of all those things yeah I mm. agree I agree and, and very true what you're saying and while at it I think what I can add is find mentors find people with whom you know you these are people you aspire to be like the people who inspire you people who um are walking the different journey journeys of life that you like or that you um are drawn to should i say so let it be a relationship someone in a successful relationship what does that look like identifying people who are in a successful marriage um be it even in other areas like finances like personal growth like career i think singlehood is a very good time for you 
to look out for mentorships that can build you while you're discovering yourself like you said um, there's a lot of um, I would call juice that can be extracted um, while someone is single and like you earlier said without any distractions because even Paul in the Bible says this you know uh, a marriage when you're married it's different it's different uh, even from my experience we have to find time individually to um, put into that relationship with God and yet we have all these other things that are coming between us that we also have to deal with um, and work around anyway I think you, you actually make a good point there and that's why we have some very very good news that we would want to share with you so oh, I'm going to let the lady with yay. the sexy voice speak wow really Anyway, so <laughs> um, we've shared some nuggets with you from our experiences, what we think, um, and ways we believe you can maximize your singlehood. But maybe some of you are wondering, where do I start from? How can I go from where I am? And um, this is the exciting news we have for you, you know, and showing you ways you can be able to maximize your singlehood. It's our gift to you on this journey that you're on and to access this gift simply check out the link in our bio on our social media platforms that's uh, facebook and an instagram in the bio you'll see a tab the vulnerable series podcast resources and once you register you'll be able to get this gift this beautiful gift from the bottom of our hearts that shows you some some key ways that you can be able to maximize your singlehood Yes. But otherwise, we'd like to thank you so, so much for listening and taking the time to plug some earphones in and hear our voices. Or maybe put it on speaker. (laughs) Or maybe you're driving and uh, you're playing us through your car speakers. So I thank you all so much for listening. And by the way, some of you have been getting in touch with us on our social media pages. Please continue to do so because we'd love so much to hear from you. And uh, until next time, thank you so, so much for tuning in. The Vulnerable Series, love and joy with the Mugenis.